talk to me a little bit more about a couple, if there's any NSVs. So for guys listening, those are the non-scale victories, just these moments in life that crop up that really touch your heart and you realize you made some phenomenal progress. And it's not always related to a measurable metric per se. Were there any NSVs along the way that really help propel you forward? I mean, the closet stuff for sure. I'd love for you to talk to about a few of those. Yeah, I think that for me, it was every month I I felt like I was getting better and you know, without the, you know, not with, there's just the weights. Cause I set just simple goals. Those are about 10 pounds a month. I was saying, I think it was 10 pounds a month. I think that's reasonable. And, and, and of course, you know, the first two months I lost 17 pounds each month, the first mm-hmm. two months, but then it gets a little bit more difficult, but yeah. then you start noticing that, you know, you get up in the morning, you get dressed and after you work out and I took a shower and I put my clothes on and I'm sitting going, Oh my God, my belt, I got to take it to the shop and get, to this cut because I can't I can't keep my pants up All right, my friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Again, this is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. I'm the founder of the Fit Father Project, the host of this podcast. And today we have an amazing conversation between me and one of our great program members, Mr. Bob Hine, who at 57 years young, lost over 80 pounds, completely transformed his life, regained his strength and confidence. And he shares so many key insights that he learned along the way of what made it possible for him at his age to get his strength back alongside all the other things he does. Varsity basketball coach, working at a credit union, successful marriage of 30 years, raising two kids. I mean, this is a real man with a real life who really focused within eight months, Bob lost 80 pounds. So it's possible no matter your age, Bob proves that. And I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. All right, Bob. Welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast. I feel like this one was a long time coming. I'm so happy to have you on the show. So to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your name, your age, where you're from, and a little bit about your family, and then we'll get into your Fit Father journey. All right. Well, my name is Bob Hine. I'm 57 years young. I'm from uh, Combined Locks, Wisconsin, which is about a half hour south of Green Bay, or about two hours north of Milwaukee in Wisconsin. I work for a credit union here and here. I, I, my wife, uh, nearly 30 years, will be 30 years in April. And I have two children. My son, Ben, he's 27. He's a financial analyst. And uh, my daughter's a school teacher. Nice. So big family, long, successful marriage. You end up stumbling upon a Facebook ad where you see the Fit Father Project. What was going on in your life at that time? And what prompts you to click on some kind of internet ad? Because there's so many things out there. I want to start there with your Fit Father journey. And then we'll work to your amazing results. Yeah, I'm an assistant basketball coach at a local high school girls basketball. And our season had just ended. Unfortunately, it ended not what we had hoped for. And with COVID, it was a, a longer season than I've experienced. This is my 10th year of doing it. And at the end of the season, I always do some self-awareness. And, and the biggest thing for me was how I felt during this last season and how I felt at the end, which was really not good. I mean, not only with, with, with coaching, but family life and just listless. And just, I, I knew I needed to make a change. I knew I was, you know, and the, the biggest thing that I, I noticed, part of my job is I do a lot of scouting. I watch a lot of film. I watch at our bench, and I see me sitting there, and I'm not liking it when I see it all. 
how big I was in comparison with the other guys I coached with. And I said, I, I really got to do something about this. And so I started kind of noodling around, looking around, and then I fell upon the ad. And the reason I liked it is because I'm 57 years old. I wanted something that was going to work for me at my age. So that, that piqued my curiosity. I watched the ad. I did some due diligence, went on the internet just to make sure that this was you know, legitimate. And I uh, just had to make sure I was, I was uh, looking into something that was, it's going to help me. And so I, you know, I took the leap of faith. I, I jumped in to get the 30 days and say, Hey, let's see what happens. And uh, here we are eight months later. Okay. So you click on this ad and what for people listening and, and watching, what was your height and your starting weight when you joined the program at that time? Um, six foot two and I was 308 pounds at that time. Take me back because I mean, you're coming up on your 30th wedding anniversary. When you got married, what weight were you roughly speaking like 30 years prior, give or take? Maybe about where I'm at right now, 225, 230, probably maybe even less than that. I, I'd have to go back and look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. So you'd crept up 80 pounds over that period of time of just, you know, life. And you start this Fit Father program and, and take me through. Like, I want to know in your experience what it was like. You're logging in, you're reading the materials. What do you start doing to improve your life and ultimately lose the over 80 pounds you've lost now, right? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing for me was I just started watching the videos. And I think the, the thing that really came across to me was I felt like, and I'm going to get a little emotional here. I felt like you were talking to me. You weren't talking to a broad audience in an advertising. You were talking to me. I felt good by that. I felt like I had somebody in my corner. Yeah. So that's what I did. As I uh, I jumped into it, I knew you had my back. Your mm -hmm. accountability people are awesome. And uh, I jumped into it. Bob, at the time when you're setting up the program, what was your mission statement? Like, what was driving you at that time when you're writing down your goals for the first 30 days? Well, I just wanted to get more energy. I think that was one of the big things. I knew if I got into something with just exercising that, I could, I could lose the weight. But I just wanted to be able to feel better about myself, more energy. I think that was the big thing. You know, my mission statement wasn't so much about weight loss. It was just increase my energy. Yeah, I had goals. I really set very simple goals. I didn't want to some over, you know, way overboard and say, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds in the first month. It wasn't realistic. So I, I really, my biggest thing was, hey, let's start with just improving my diet and just getting more energy. So what were some of the biggest lessons and improvements that you started to learn and make in your routine over those first 30 days as you're creating this Fit Father routine and rhythm that has now carried you so far? What were the big changes you initially made in your journey? I think the biggest thing, and this goes throughout the whole program, is just creating better habits, you know, better eating. I always knew what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating, but I just, I had to really buy into it and get into the habits of saying, hey, this is what it's going to be. And I did. I just went right after it. Cold turkey. I just said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. You know, having the shake for breakfast and uh, Ezekiel sandwich for lunch and uh, uh, protein bar mid-afternoon and then a nice sensible dinner. And I bought into it and I felt really good at the very beginning. And, and uh, you know, I, I just moved from there. But I think habits was the big thing for me. I just had to improve mm -hmm. my habits. And once you, once you get going with it and you start having some success, you know, the habits are easy to follow. Yeah. 
they definitely reinforce themselves once you have that momentum and that movement. Now, on the exercise and movement front, something I think is really interesting that you wrote to me and before coming on the show is that you felt like you were in poor condition and the energy wasn't there and you just didn't feel like you had the physical confidence. And our Fit Father workouts are no joke. They get you fit quickly, but I imagine like the first times you're trying these things, and I know you got the kettlebells behind you. Talk to me about what it was like at 57 to start moving your body and and waking your body up in the right way with these Fit Father workouts and what that's been like for you. Well, you're absolutely right. There are no joke. Uh, Apex 10. I haven't done an Apex 10 since that first month. I probably have to go back there and do it again. But I can tell you, when I first started, I got to six, and that's as far Mm -hmm. as I could go. With the 10-pounders that I have sitting behind me, Mm -hmm. that's what I started with, with 10-pound kettlebells, and I got to six the first day I did it, and I was gassed, absolutely gassed. And I had to do modified push-ups and renegade rows, the two killers in there as I you know I can tell you frankly I couldn't do one regular push-up when I started this at all. And renegade rows, well <laughs> you know, I can't yeah. do one push-up. I certainly couldn't do one renegade row. So I, I got six the first day I did it. And by the end of that first month I was getting through the 10. I still wasn't doing regular push-ups and renegade rows. That's something that I knew I had to continue to develop. I can say as I'm sitting here right now, yes, I can do regular push-ups and I can do renegade rolls. There's the renegade rolls are still a bear. Oh yeah, uh, but I I can get through them and I'm feeling it every day. I do them. The next day, I can feel it in my core. Nice. What is it like now for you having renewed strength and capabilities in your body? Like, what's it like now? How you show up to your life with with these new newfound abilities? It's just a tremendous confidence builder that, you know, I know that the workouts are hard, but I know I can do them. And I'm just going to keep fighting through it. And I know going through the accountabilities and say, hey, I was stuck on this this rep. And I all of a sudden, the eye of the tiger came on and I found the energy to get through that last rep. So I think my energy level went right through the roof. My confidence right through the roof. I felt like, okay, if I can get through this, then I'm going to continue to get better. That's amazing. Now, what about this program makes you convinced if it is the case that you can stick to this stuff long term? Because I'm sure you tried diets and some workout stuff in the past, but like, what about this experience as a fit father in this journey gives you the sense that you can continue this for many years down the road? I think that the support that you get the accountability and with the, the videos are just amazing. Can, I, I pick up on little things. And that, as a basketball coach, you always try to pick up on little things. One of the first ones I picked up on is when you're doing the swings, and I saw you doing the demo, and you're doing 20 swings. And mm-hmm. rather than counting 1 to 20, you count 1 to 10 and 1 yeah. to 10. And I caught yeah. that immediately. I said, I'm going to try that. And it was great. It was like uh-huh. it, it was a psychological thing for me to say, hey, it's only 10. It's yeah. only 10. It's not 20. It's 10. Yeah. And I do that with all my reps now. Uh, is if, I, if it's going to be more than 10, if it's 12, I count 10, 1, 2. I only got two left. Nice. I can do that. So these little things just gives you that burst of confidence to say, hey, you know, if you watch the videos and you pick up on things and you ask for help. I mean, you know, I've sent in questions all the time and I got help along the way. So I think that just having that support system really helps a lot is they is you guys care about every single person 
that you work with. And I felt that immediately from the videos, like I said, I felt like you were talking to me I and mean, the accountability people they're, they're, I know that they're not just, eh, just rattling through this stuff. They actually care about you. And that goes a long way to really helping your confidence and know that, Hey, you don't have this journey alone. You've got somebody behind you other than fans, man, just spot on. I mean, you're actually getting me to tear up a little bit as you're saying this, Bob, because like it is truly one of the greatest blessings I've ever received in my life to be here on this call with you and guys like you that are using this thing that I created for years and have this team behind and you've changed your life. We care so much. I can't wait to give you a handshake and, and give you a hug, quite frankly, one day if we do get the opportunity to meet. It's just amazing what you accomplish. So you lose 80 pounds. Your energy and your confidence are renewed. Did you notice any other changes to your overall health, whether it's your joints or whether it's other things? Yeah, overall, just really, really good. I, I, I felt, you know, you get some soreness, but not to the point where it was debilitating. But, you know, I obviously start seeing some some changes in your physique as well. Uh, you start seeing things shape up a little bit. You know, I don't have a six-pack, and I'm not Arnold with the humongous biceps, but hmm. I know I'm getting stronger. I can see it in the mirror every day. I look in the mirror every day. I look at myself and say, wow, I, I look I look pretty good. And, yeah. you know, and then they get the, get the compliments that you get at work. And, you know, they just say, oh, you've lost a lot of weight, haven't you? I say, yeah, and I appreciate you noticing. And I appreciate you telling me that. And I, I do appreciate that. Um, that helps a lot. It really does. So my overall, just my whole frame of everything for the conditioning and my mental standpoint, I just feel so much better. I'm much more energetic at work and projects and just, I don't feel like a, 57 year old person i, I always yeah. felt like my mind i'm always i'm a lot younger than that my body just wrote checks that i couldn't cash <laughs> yeah. so now i'm now i i think i can do that i can i can you know i'm not intimidated by the things and I'm not, i don't get really tired doing anything and i don't have to ask my son <laughs> to do some heavy lifting i can do it myself that is absolutely amazing I mean, I'm just thinking about you in 10 years from now, like the kind of strength and the foundation you've built now. I think what's amazing is you made this change before 60. And I think a lot of guys certainly resign themselves to being over the hill at this point, but you really took it back. And like you said, this was hard. I'd like you to talk to that. Like, I'd like to talk about the nature of desire in this process and understanding there are hurdles to overcome, but you had this burning desire to change. And I think that fueled the, let's get into that a little bit. I'd love to hear about the heart and the mindset that you brought through this that led to your results. Well, I work out every day. I start at 4 a.m. Like Rocky, except I don't do the raw eggs. I, 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 <laughs> I don't do that. But I get up at 4 o'clock to work out in the morning. I just I felt that's the best time for me to do it. So that's basically how I got started. It's just getting up and getting after it. And, and you, the exercises are hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it one iota. They are hard. You, When you're done, you know you've just busted your butt. Even if, when I do it on a hit workout, mm-hmm. I still... And I'm in phase four now using the essentials. I, mm-hmm. you know, just like a 20 minute workout and I'm gassed after those things too. You know, I'm getting them done mm-hmm. in 15 minutes or less. But I think that, you know, my mindset was, Hey, I'm into this. I'm in it to win it. I'm going to get through these exercises. I'm, you know, when I'm doing the fat burners, I'm going to try to complete it. I'm, if I have to lower my weight, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it done and then I'm going to work my way up. I think the, the, the mindset is don't go too fast. Don't. All of a sudden, think okay, I'm I'm gonna jack this thing up to 
40 or 50 pounds and I'm saying mm-hmm. no, you're, you're, you're going to buy them out. You're going to get hurt. Like, which is, mm-hmm. which is one of the things I was really concerned about when I started this is I, I do not want to get hurt. Once I get started, I want to be able to stay with it and not have to deal with a pulled muscle or, or anything like that. So I, I really tried to take care of myself early on realizing, Hey, I started with six. And once I got up to 10, I thought, okay, maybe I should jack it way up. I did. I kind of stayed the course and I'm working mm-hmm. my way through it. And, you know, the, the increase in the weights are going to come and they do, you know, mm-hmm. I hardly use the 10 pounders anymore at all anymore. I, they're just kind of window dressing now. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's a great souvenir how far you came. And I love that you mentioned just this incremental steady progress with the emphasis on that these workouts, if done right, are there to build you up, not tear you down and wear down your joints. In designing the apex and a lot of the foundational workouts of this program, I was thinking from the lens of like, what are the core motions that our bodies need to stay strong and healthy at as we age? Well, we need to be able to move our hips and swing. We need to be able to squat. We need to be able to raise our hands overhead. And it's really cool that you've gained foundation strength in those. And that as a guy who's gone through basically close to a one-year transformation curriculum with these core FF30X programs, now you're on the back end of this doing more quicker essentials maintenance kind of workouts that you have that you can get it in in 20 minutes and dramatically improve your fitness. I think that's really powerful. I think that, you know, that, that's the fun thing about it is that, and I jotted down on my notes when I was reviewing this, the non-scale victories yeah, I weigh myself. I checked on seeing make my progress was going well. And I kept a little, uh, I got a little calendar every month. I had this sitting on my desk and I have these from all the way from the beginning, from what I started at and where I'm at now. So I, I could keep track of the weight. But my biggest thing was those non-scale victories is that when I had to clean my closet out and get rid of everything and basically rebuild it, I'm wearing extra large shirts now. Actually, the first extra large, the first two extra large shirts I had was one when the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA title. I got an extra large, <laughs> nice. and then I got a Fit Father Project T-shirt. It's an extra large. It's only two extra large shirts I got. Everything else is two X. I got. I got to get rid of them. I got to start getting a little too baggy. Talk to me a little bit more about a couple. If there's any NSVs. So for guys listening, those are the non-scale victories, just these moments in life that crop up that really touch your heart and you realize you made some phenomenal progress and it's not always related to a measurable metric per se. Were there any NSVs along the way that really helped propel you forward? I mean, the closet stuff for sure. I'd love for you to talk to about a few of those. Yeah, I think that for me, it was every month I, I felt like I was getting better and you know, without the, you know, not with just the weights. Cause I set just simple goals. Those are about 10 pounds a month. I was saying, I think it was 10 pounds a month. I think that's reasonable. And, and, and of course, you know, the first two months I lost 17 pounds each month, the first mm-hmm. two months, but then it gets a little bit more difficult. But yeah. then you start noticing that, you know, you get up in the morning, you get dressed and after you work out and I took a shower and I put my clothes on and I'm sitting going, Oh my God, my belt, I got to take it to the shop and get, to this cut because I can't yeah. I can't keep my pants up. If I took this belt off, they'd be right down to the floor. And you know that that that, that was huge when I started seeing that. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror, you get kind of used to it, and you think, okay, yeah, I'm doing all right. But when you start trying on the clothes and it doesn't, they don't fit. Then you got shirts that are look really baggy, and you start wearing clothes that start kind of fit a little bit better. People really notice it that you really lost the weight. You notice it as well because you feel a lot better doing it. So 
I think that was, you know, having to take two of my belts to the, the shop, they have a leather, good leather belts. I mean, they're fantastic belts. Yeah. I love them. I had to take them back into the shop where I purchased them. And I said, hey, you got to cut three three inches off of this thing. So I, because I don't want to keep buying belts. I just want yeah. this belt because I love this belt. So going in there <laughs> and having that, that done, and, and frankly, I, I think I almost have to do it again. Uh, go back nice. in there and have to cut a more a couple more off of there. I thought it was going to be good, but you know, frankly, doctor, I, I never thought I'd get the two twenty five. I thought you know two thirty, two thirty five, two thirty nine, somewhere around there. I, that's as far as I could get. Now I'm here at two twenty five, and I, you know, I'm going to keep working and see if I can drop it even more. But I don't really have any preconceived notions with it. I think I'm just going to keep working, and if the if the weight drops, I, and I think it will, it's because yeah. you keep doing things the right way. You well, I think I'm smiling because when you're describing these NSVs, they almost sound like good problems. Like these NSVs are oftentimes good problems. Like, in, you know, new wardrobe, you need to go rehole your belt. It's a beautiful thing. I want to ask you, was, you know, something we teach in the second phase of the Fit Father 30X program is to introduce some fasting. Was that a part of your journey? And if so, I'd love you to tell me about that. Absolutely. Actually, today is my fast day. Here's my green tea right here. Nice. <laughs> I jumped right into fasting, and I, I loved it. I really did. I had no problems with it. I'm not a coffee drinker, so that's why I went with the organic green tea. You know, my wife and I grow herbs, so I throw a little mint in there, and uh, that makes it taste a little bit better as well. But I found when I started doing fasting, First of all, it's a great Kickstarter for weight loss. That's the one thing. If you're like in a rut, maybe you're maybe not losing any yeah. weight or you're only not losing as much as you thought, do your fast and then you'll be surprised. When you jump out of that back into your workouts, your, your energy level is great. You're, you just seem you're aware of everything, of your whole body. You just feel aware because that body's just been cleansed by that fast. So I, I, I have had no problems with fast. I can tell you though, when we got into the third month where you got the free day, I did that my first free day in month three. I said, you know what? And I love, I loved crunchy Cheetos. Just love, mm-hmm. love them. <laughs> and I got, I didn't get a big bag, but I got a, like a medium sized bag. And mm-hmm. I said, that's the first thing I want to try. And I ate the bag of Cheetos. And the next day I felt like crap. Yeah, And I put that in my weekly update with accountability. I said, hey, you know what? I just don't like the way I feel after this day where I had the, the crunchy Cheetos and then I had, a, I had a decent meal, but there was a lot of vegetables and stuff in there, but there were still a yeah. few things in there I probably could have, I don't have very often, but mm-hmm. I haven't had a crunchy Cheeto since then. I don't think I ever will because I hated the way I felt after, right. after you know, the, I filled my body with that garbage. The body's basically saying, Bob, you don't need that stuff anymore. To get to the yeah. to get to the curve. And I have. I've stuck with it and I'm really much more much more conscious of what I put into my body. Even on a even on a free day, I still have yeah. loads of vegetables, lean yeah. meat. I'm not changing really much of anything. Uh, you yeah. know, once in a while maybe you'll have something that you're not supposed to have, like you know, maybe a a root beer float. I you know, I did a bike ride with my brother it was a 30 mile bike ride and nice. uh, one of the stops was the was the nw food truck and yeah. they had cheese curds and root beer float and i said i haven't had a root beer float forever so i'm going to have one of those and, and it was at the point of the ride where i just burned it off by the time i got to the end it was gone yeah you know but i think that was with the fasting 
I just, I loved it. And I continue to do it once or twice a week. I'll do it now. And I feel really good about it. I, it's really part of my routine. Your answer was profound, what you just shared for many reasons. And I want to take a minute to like highlight a couple things. When our bodies are unhealthy, it's almost like we're constantly bombarding our body with inflammatory foods and crap that we don't realize what good feels like. And then you kind of just feel, feel like in this rut. But when you clean up the body through this process, like you did with the better nutrition, the exercise, the hydration, all the things, you get a clean slate. And then when you introduce something that's deviant, like the Cheetos, you get a very potent response. You're like, wow, I feel substantially worse than I felt yesterday. It makes this neuroassociation between your foods and the things you just ate, which then leads you to new decisions and paths. So it's like, I think you mentioned the word conscious and awareness. Man, so much of this is just becoming a more aware of our choices. And it's a true privilege for me to hear you say that because ultimately, I think the greatest gift you have now is this awareness of your body. You have tools about how to drift your body back on track with fasting or tightening up your workouts. And you have the ability to enjoy like a good Wisconsin man, some cheese curds and uh, maybe a root beer float once in a while, right? It's almost like when I was a kid, you know, my dad used to take us out for cheat day, something we didn't do very often, uh, get a root beer float, go to A&W, get a frosted mug. Or go to Dairy Queen and have a cone. Not something you have very often, but even on in, on the free meals, it just you know I just find myself like, okay, you know, it's my free meal day. What am I gonna What am I gonna have that that maybe I'd like to try? And you know, I just I, I don't find that my myself really finding a need. Maybe a beer here or there, but never anything uh-huh. over over the top. You know, just it's because I I like the way I feel. Feeling good feels good. I mean, it's like its own self-reinforcing thing. That's beautiful to hear. I want to transition to something that may be a little more philosophical. And this is a question I'm thinking a lot about as we're continuing to grow our community of fit fathers. Bob, I want to know, what does fit father mean to you? What does it mean to be a fit father? And for you to show up as a fit father, what does that, what does that mean in your life? Well, I think it means everything, especially when you get up to be my age. You know, you got to start thinking about you know, hey, how long am I going to be around? You know, I lost my father last year, and and I think it comes more. It becomes more prevalent in your mind, and you know, I want to be around for a long time, especially for my kids. You know, I want to walk my daughter down the aisle. I want to have grandchildren. I want to be able to travel with my wife. So that's important to me. And, and being healthy is going to be allow me to reach that point. Now, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule. My dad died when he was 85 years old. He smoked. Mm-hmm. He loved desserts, yeah. you know, but he lived to be 85 years old. But I, I know yeah. that that's not, you know, that's not always going to be the case. I want to be 85 years old, but I want to be feel like I'm feeling now. And that's just feeling yeah. really great about myself. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer. And I want to know also, like, what's down the pipeline for you? I mean, you continue working the plan, right? You mentioned you have a 30th, you know, wedding anniversary coming up too, and maybe shifting some muscle building. What's 2022 looking like for you with your health and fitness journey? Well, I think right now I'm going to continue on the path that I'm on right now. My wife and I are going to Italy for our 30th wedding anniversary. Nice. So when I figure I don't want to start anything new, like old school muscle or anything before that, because I want to be able to, just like I started with this mission, I don't want to have any distractions or interruptions. I want to get into it and get after it. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a, probably be in May. I'll, I'll start looking at, you know, getting into, you know, trying old school muscle because I'd like to try to build up a little bit. It worries me a little bit about potentially gaining a little bit of weight because I don't really want to. 
but I do want to try to firm be a little bit stronger. Uh, yeah. And I think that might be my, where I'm, gonna, I'm looking to go to next. Definitely. I think it'd be a great program for you. And, you know, our team's here to help you do the dance behind gaining the muscle without gaining the fat. That's going to be really beautiful. Now, I guess to wrap this up, one of the last questions I have is, what are some things that you maybe you'd like to say to your fellow brothers on the program? One, and then two, any guys listening to this who might be in a similar position to you, you know, maybe over 300 pounds, you're not sure if there's a future for being healthier and it seems daunting to try to change. I'd love for you to share a couple messages to those groups of guys. Well, I think the biggest thing is I started out as about as bad as I think you could. I'm not real strong, over 300 pounds, not in real good condition. And know that you can do this. I think the biggest thing for me is, and I tell this to my players all the time, is you, you have to find excuses to do it. You know, people always say, oh, I'm going to excuses not to do it. Well, I'm going well, to make an excuse to work out today. I'm going to make an excuse to eat well today. I'm not going to make an excuse not to do those things, the negative. Everything is positive. And know that this program is set up to help you. You know, you know, questions, Ben Sterling, fantastic help. Kat was my accountability person, love her to death. She was there for me all the time and just made me feel good all the way through this journey. And they still do. I watch Ben's video every Friday on Facebook. You know, I've, I've had a number of my questions on there. So I think the biggest thing with, with the brotherhood and anybody that's thinking about it is you've got a tremendous support system. There's this every day I read through the, you know, the Facebook page and read about guys that are going through the same journey that I did and know that, you know, I see how they're doing and how I'm doing. But I think the biggest thing is to know that no matter what your situation, this program will work for you if you just make that excuse to do it. Just say, hey, I, I need to improve, so I'm going to, and I'm going to get after it, and you can do it. I think I'm, I'm living proof of it. I started at 308 pounds. And I'm now on the 225. I had my doctor's appointment, my physical last week. And I came in and, and I, all my measurables were unbelievable off the charts from what I'd been before. My doctor said, Bob, you just made my Friday. This is amazing what you've done in this short of time. In a year's time, yeah. you've taken yourself to this point. He says, Bob, I'd really like you to sit out in the lobby and talk to people. You know, just say, hey, listen, this, this is where I was. This is where I'm at now. And, you know, I, I, I sent pictures to you guys to, you know, to see what I was before yeah. and after. And, and I, I look at that, that, that before picture of sitting out there on a, my patio um, yeah. with the, the, the table that my wife and I had just built. We're awful proud of that. And I look at that and I compared myself to where I was now. And I, I just couldn't believe what I, what I, where I was at. And that, that can happen with anybody. Anybody can yeah. take this and do it. You, you know, you're there for them. You got the, all the other accountabilities, uh, Ben and Kat. I, I love them to death. They helped me so much. You helped me from day one. You know, just knowing that that was you talking to me. Nobody yeah. else. Bob, you're the man. It is truly one of my greatest life privileges to help you do this. You gave yourself another 10 years of life. I say that conservatively, and I'm super proud of you. And you did it within a year. Thank you. Damn proud of you. You put in the work, man. Thanks for being a fit father. Oh, thank you for being there for me. 
You're welcome. It's my privilege. And I can't wait to see what next year has in store for you and your family. I'll end with God bless you. Thanks for putting in the work. I'm so proud that you have these tools and foundations to continue this stuff. And I'm really excited to share this conversation because I think when guys see your face and they look into your eyes and they hear your voice, they'll know that you're the real deal. This message is the real deal. and, And this has the chance to save their lives too. All right, Bob. Thanks for being here. And thanks for everyone for tuning in for this episode of the Fit Father Podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.